Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 70. Hurry, God, to deliver me. Hurry, Lord, to help me. Let those who seek my life be ashamed and humiliated. Let them fall back and be disgraced. Those people who delight in my downfall. Let those who say, Aha! Aha! Stop because of their shameful behavior. But let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And let those who love your saving help say again and again, God is great. But me, I'm poor and needy. Hurry to me, God. You are my helper and my deliverer. O Lord, don't delay. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Samuel 4, verses 1 through 12. When Ishbosheth, Saul's son, heard that Abner had died in Hebron, he lost his courage, and all Israel was alarmed. Saul's son had two men who led the raiding parties. One was named Ba'anah, and the other Rechab. Both were sons of Ramon, a Benjamite from Be'eroth. Be'eroth was considered part of Benjamin. The people of Be'eroth had fled to Gitaim and even now live there as immigrants. Now Saul's son Jonathan had a boy whose feet were crippled. He was only five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, and so his nurse snatched him up and fled. But as she hurried to get away, he fell and was injured. His name was Mephibosheth. Rechab and Ba'anah, the sons of Ramon from Be'eroth, set out and reached Ishbosheth's house at the heat of the day, right when he was lying down taking an afternoon nap. They went straight into his house as if getting wheat, and they stabbed him in the stomach. Then Rechab and his brother Ba'anah escaped. They had entered the house while Ishbosheth was lying on the bed in his bedroom. After they stabbed him, and killed him, they cut off his head, took it, and traveled all night through the wilderness. They brought Ishbosheth's head to David at Hebron. Here is the head of Ishbosheth, they told the king, the son of Saul, your enemy, who wanted you dead. Today the Lord has avenged our master, the king, on Saul and his descendants. David answered Rechab and his brother Ba'anah, the sons of Ramon from Be'eroth, as surely as the Lord lives, who has rescued me from all kinds of trouble, he told them. When someone told me Saul was dead in Ziklag, thinking he was bringing good news, I grabbed him and killed him. That was the reward I gave for his news. What do you think I'll do when evil people kill a righteous man in his own house, on his own bed? Why shouldn't I demand his blood from your hands and rid the earth of you both? So David gave the order to his servants, and they killed Rechab and Bana, cutting off their hands and feet and hanging them up by the pool at Hebron. But they took Ishbosheth's head and buried it in the grave of Abner at Hebron. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 16, verses 25 through 40. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. All at once, there was such a violent earthquake that it shook the prison's foundations. The doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. 
When the jailer awoke and saw the open doors of the prison, he thought the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul shouted loudly, Don't harm yourself! We're all here. The jailer called for some lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He led them outside and asked, Honorable masters, what must I do to be rescued? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your entire household. They spoke the Lord's word to him and everyone else in his house. Right then, in the middle of the night, the jailer welcomed them and washed their wounds. He and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his home and gave them a meal. He was overjoyed because he and everyone in his household had come to believe in God. The next morning, the legal authorities sent the police to the jailer with the order release those people. So the jailer reported this to Paul, informing him, the authorities sent word that you are both to be released. You can leave now. Go in peace. Paul told the police, even though we are Roman citizens, they beat us publicly without first finding us guilty of a crime, and they threw us into prison. And now they want to send us away secretly? No way. They themselves will have to come and escort us out. The police reported this to the legal authorities, who were alarmed to learn that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They came and consoled Paul and Silas, escorting them out of prison and begging them to leave the city. Paul and Silas left the prison and made their way to Lydia's house, where they encouraged the brothers and sisters. Then they left Philippi. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, verses 1 through 23. The Pharisees and some legal experts from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus. They saw some of his disciples eating food with unclean hands. They were eating without first ritually purifying their hands through washing. The Pharisees and all the Jews don't eat without first washing their hands carefully. This is a way of observing the rules handed down by the elders. Upon returning from the marketplace, they don't eat without first immersing themselves. They observe many other rules that have been handed down, such as the washing of cups, jugs, pans, and sleeping mats. So the Pharisees and legal experts asked Jesus, Why are your disciples not living according to the rules handed down by the elders, but instead eat food with ritually unclean hands? He replied, Isaiah really knew what he was talking about when he prophesied about you hypocrites. He wrote, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Their worship of me is empty, since they teach instructions that are human words. You ignore God's commandments, while holding on to rules created by humans and handed down to you. Jesus continued, Clearly you are experts at rejecting God's commandment in order to establish these rules. Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and the person who speaks against father or mother will certainly be put to death. But you say, if you tell your father and mother, everything I am expected to contribute to you is korban, that is, a gift I am giving to God, then you are no longer required to care for your father or mother. In this way, you do away with God's word in favor of the rules handed down to you, which you pass on to others, and you do a lot of other things just like that. Then Jesus called the crowd again and said, Listen to me, all of you, and understand, nothing outside of a person can enter and contaminate a person in God's sight. Rather, the things that come out of a person contaminate the person. 
After leaving the crowd, he entered a house where his disciples asked him about that riddle. He said to them, Don't you understand either? Don't you know that nothing from the outside that enters a person has the power to contaminate? That's because it doesn't enter into the heart, but into the stomach, and it goes out into the sewer. By saying this, Jesus declared that no food could contaminate a person in God's sight. It's what comes out of a person that contaminates someone in God's sight, he said. It's from the inside, from the human heart, that evil thoughts come, sexual sins, thefts, murders, adultery, greed, evil actions, deceit, unrestrained immorality, envy, insults, arrogance, and foolishness. All of these evil things come from the inside and contaminate a person in God's sight. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. 
It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, He is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 74. Don't let the oppressed live in shame. No, let the poor and needy praise your name. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Call Upon the Name of the Lord, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.